If you've ever got a student to do something by calling it a game, you might be a teacher. Being a teacher sometimes means finding ways around limitations, problems, or struggles to keep things on track. We learn to improvise and adapt. But when it comes to teaching language arts in our school, we don't have to find workarounds. Loyola Press took the long view when they created Voyages in English, the brilliant K-8 language arts program. The fundamentals of grammar and writing that students learn enable them to become effective writers, which can help improve performance on standardized tests and grow into successful communicators. The flexible framework of Voyages in English is adaptable to any teaching style and any student's abilities. With practice, the mechanics build in complexity over time. It just all works together. Visit voyagesinenglish.com to learn more, then order a sample. With Voyages in English, there are no crazy workarounds, just solid help for today's language arts teachers. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. I'm Colleen and I'm here with Jill and we are grateful to be together again to laugh, explore and connect. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. Jill, when you were in high school... Um, did, were you one of those people? I'm, I, I don't, I don't know how to guess this about you. No. Were you one of those people who like, <laughs> this could go either Uh-oh, way. I'm not where really are we going? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when you were, you know, like a sophomore in high school, like, were you already thinking about, or when you entered high school, were you already thinking about, this is what I need to be doing for my high school, for my um, college application? Were you always driven by that college application? I'm curious. Well, I am the daughter of two successful adults who did not go to college. And so mm-hmm. I was um, in a Catholic college prep school, um, but was going to be a first generation college student. So um, I was in the top 10 of my class. I was highly academic and I had no clue what I was doing and I had no idea who to go to for advice. So I was very oh, driven by excellence and I was very driven driven by taking like the top classes I could take, but I had no idea what that meant. So by the time I got to junior and senior mm. year, like I didn't even know how to apply for colleges or go on a school on a school tour. So I tagged along with other families on their school tour, like on their college campus tours, because I didn't even know what to do. That is so interesting. Okay. So similarly, like my parents were not um, college graduates either. And so I had a couple, I think I've told you this before, like I had a couple of cousins who had gone to school. So yeah. I had mm-hmm. gone, gone to college campuses, but not on college, not like on these structured college visits, like we take kids on right. now, nothing mm-hmm. like that, nothing like that. But um, my sisters and I knew like we were expected to go to college and we were in sure, me too. Know, Catholic and my high brother. schools, yep. college mm-hmm. prep, like that's the expectation. But the roadmap was not laid out like it's laid out for kids today. Like, no, I, and I, sure. but I will say, I had a uh, conversation with a parent last week where, and this kid will be probably the Vale Victorian, and they still don't know. It's their firstborn, and they don't know mm-hmm. what the map should be, but he should be 
Um, like I didn't know Duke University has automatic acceptance of your Vale Victorian. Like I just we caught that by off guard. So parents like don't always feel like so you're saying like it's all mapped out, but it's mapped out for you now because you've experienced it all, or maybe because yeah, maybe. of this of the know. school's pathways. But I think we're yeah. constantly guessing this. Collectively, we have a lot of knowledge, but individual parents and individual schools aren't always killing it at this. And I'm recognizing that in my own school right now. It's fixable, but we could do better always. So, okay. So interestingly, so let's go back like mm, 10, uh, 15 years. Let's go 15 years. Um, so I, I, I would have been working in a high school at that time. And I, that was the first time that I realized that high schools had college counselors. They had guidance counselors. And they had regular, you know, counselors that help you through your academics in high school, but it was a separate job to be a college counselor. And then I also had students whose parents hired private yes. college counselors mm-hmm. to, you know, work them through to do research with them and lay it out. And this is what your schedule needs to look like. And and then gaming the GPA and doing the prep classes and all of the things. And, you know, I guess this is on my mind because I recently, as a parent, sat through a senior parent meeting with the college counselor at my son's school. And he was telling us all kinds of interesting things that I, you know, I guess from a a parent perspective, it was new information to me. And so let me share a couple of those things with you. And I wonder if if this is on your radar too. Well, like before you share, can I just say a couple of random things in my thought, yeah, in yeah. my mind? So um, this is a changing landscape. So there's also this changing mm-hmm. landscape of like, do you even take the ACT, SAT? Like there's a post-COVID right. like era going on right now here still, like yep. residual COVID things. Um, and then there's also this ongoing mantra in the K-8s that they're preparing the kids for the high school. And they're not quite sure what the high school, what they mean by that, except for like rigorous things. And we probably do that at the high school level, like we're preparing you for college. But that doesn't mean that we have um, right in front of us what a college freshman needs to be able to do. So I think sometimes we're preparing kids for the next step and we're not even sure what that is. And so I'm just exposing that as a vulnerability that we're, we could all do more work in that area too. So interesting. Yeah. So making note of what you just stated about test scores even. So the the college counselor that was hosting the meeting showed us this pie chart of these are the things that are supposed to be important on your radar. And it used to be that test scores really were test scores and GPA were the most important things. And Mm -hmm. that's not the case anymore. But what's happening in colleges, um, you know, some guidance that he gave was what's happening in colleges now, it's not a requirement, you do not have to submit a test score. However, if you do, you may qualify for merit scholarships. And you know, it's going to put you in a different category if you do. So it's still, it's not, you don't have to submit them if it's going to work against you, but it's going to get you something if you use that to prepare yourself. So that's important to know too. That wasn't the case with us. We had to take them, right? I had to take the ACT. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. You're a kid, so you don't really know, but, and it depends on where no. you are, which state <laughs> you're in, which school you went to. I mean, is it a school policy? Is it a state policy? Some of it is tied mm. to state and federal funding. I mean, mm-hmm. all of that is changing landscape all the time. So we, if you moved states or if you feel removed, I mean, us giving advice, like, well, when I was in school, no matter what, that's far removed for your own kids. So, uh, use all the adults around you to try to get better advice on this. 
Well, okay. So one piece of advice that he gave that I thought was pretty remarkable was, so uh, this particular college counselor uh, used to be an admissions counselor at a college. So he he's able to speak to this from the perspective of, well, when I was an admissions counselor, mm, you know, these nice. are the things that we looked at. And because he's always in touch with the admissions counselors at the universities, he's like, this is the conversation. This is what they're looking for. And so something that, it, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, well, duh, that makes sense. But it really hadn't occurred to me was he said that um, in college applications, what what they're looking for is, well, a couple of things surprised me. One was, um, of course, the rigor of the curriculum itself, but rigor rigor in the curriculum in terms of personal growth from freshman year through senior year. So if you came in taking all honors classes from the from the outset, Hopefully you maintained that because they want to see growth, personal growth and increased rigor and curriculum from year to year. And I was like, wow, that could really put a lot of pressure on a lot of kids. Think Mm -hmm. about that. Mm -hmm. But that's, but from that perspective, you can also come in as a freshman taking regular classes, the regular middle of the road classes. And then each year you're kind of like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to throw in an honors class this year. And next year I'm going to take an AP. And then the next year I've got like three weighted classes and it shows a really good personal growth path in terms of, you know, the, that, that, that growth pattern. Yeah. It right? shows maturity. Like if you were running the college, yes. wouldn't you want the kids who have grown up? Like they weren't just yes. taking whatever their parents told them to take or the counselors told them to take. Like you have to advocate to take those harder classes. You have to be ready. So I, I mean, from the sake of like, who do you want in your college? I want the kids who are going to keep pushing themselves harder you know, I also want the ones who are well-rounded. So I was just thinking about moments I had coaching um, my cousin's kids on their common app application. And I mean, mm-hmm. we've talked about AI and we've talked about all this stuff, but I kept thinking about yeah. like, oh, I mean, as the English teacher, you read hundreds of essays. So I'm yep. like, all right, cool. You broke your leg, but like, what about it? Like, okay, that was a great big moment in your life. You missed your soccer season, but like, so what, like this happens to hundreds of kids. So what about it? Well, how did you uniquely mature or grow up through this experience? So the, the common app, uh, questions really need to tell that personal growth story. And resiliency. He said, they're looking for resiliency. How can you bounce back? Because everybody's going to hit a wall. Everybody's going to hit a wall. And when you get to college, you're going to hit a wall, whether it's a transitional thing or whether it's an academic thing or a social thing, you're going to hit a wall. So how do you bounce back from that? What is your level of resiliency? That's what they're looking for in those essays. Oh, that's very cool. And that echoes actually, you're making me think of my own host on and how much, (laughs) how much his story was about resiliency. And so that proves he's going to make it. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right. Well, um, I think this was a, uh, hopefully helpful. I mean, in retrospect, like I think about my path and like, I feel like I had no guidance on the college path, but <laughs> it's tricky. You don't know. It's so and, different now. Yeah. You know? And, uh, uh-huh. sometimes we're preparing kids for things that don't exist anymore. So whether you teach seventh grade yeah. or college, or you're thinking about your young kids and what they're going to need to be able to do by the time they get through the entire school, Uh, let's keep having the conversation. So this is great for the teacher's lounge. Yeah, that's right. That's the bell though. So thanks for the energy boost. It is time to go back to class. We love exploring your ideas and affirming your efforts. Keep suggestions coming in and tune into our next episode as we talk about more great ideas from fellow teachers and we will see you next time. 